Guys, I'm just going to put a little preamble on this uh, episode to let you know that this is still Tim College Radio, but it's now called Coffee with Coaches because it's mainly going to be me speaking to other coaches around Abu Dhabi and people I've had the pleasure of meeting throughout my time in the industry. And today I'm with Jade Rolf. She's a Abu Dhabi personal trainer. You can find her at Pro Jade Fit on Instagram, and you can also find her at Fitness TV on YouTube, which is interesting. I've just been uh, having a look through that, much like our podcasts here, but online and with some other other fitness professionals providing great information, guys. So, as always, um, subscribe to the podcast, but check out Jade over at those two channels as well. And as you'll hear from in the episode, she's got some programs and some uh, diets that she'll get to you if you get in touch with her on Instagram. So do that. But for now, here's Jade Rolf. Ladies and gentlemen, episode number 12 of, um, I think I might have lost count there, it might be 11. It's uh, episode number 11 or 12 of the Coffee with Coaches podcast, me, Tim College, joining you with another guest today in Jade Rolf. Have I pronounced that right, Jade? I didn't ask you before we started recording. Is that right? Yes, that's right. Okay, cool. Jade's another Abu Dhabi-based PT um, and fitness professional um, out here in Abu Dhabi from the UK, so much like myself, but she's not been here quite as long as me, but she's got a story to tell, no doubt, and definitely some some cool insights into health, fitness, and uh, during these times, we might specify a little bit about being locked down and what we do from a fitness and food point of view whilst in quarantine. So, uh, hello, Jade. How are you doing? Hi, I am great. How are you? Very good. Thank you. Very good. Yes. So you're uh, also Abu Dhabi based, right? And have been for like five years now? I have. Yep. I've been in Abu Dhabi almost five years. I'm currently in Khalifa City. So you're uh, yeah you're you're a few miles away from me down here in uh, on Ream Island, but that's uh, but that's cool. Are mm-hmm. you are you do you travel around town to to PT? Yeah, So obviously before everything happened and we all got isolated, I had I was going I was freelancing, so I'm very familiar with some of the places in Abu Dhabi, especially Ream Island. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's great. Um, and since being quarantined, as we're pretty pretty locked down here in Abu Dhabi, are you doing stuff online still? Are you still seeing those clients? Are you still helping people stay in shape? Yes. So um, I've managed to transfer most of my clients to online, to Zoom, or we do it via WhatsApp. So it's actually, okay. I'm actually very lucky. It's worked out really well for me. Um, I guess with my own, you know, nagging and making sure <laughs> everyone keeps moving that it's worked it's worked for me <laughs> yeah that's great is it um and it's all one-on-one or you've got a few people that train in a group or together as pairs or is it all uh, literally pt no it's all pt but there is i have options so if people do want to train together then they're more than welcome to and obviously different packages and so on so you've got to have options you've got to be awesome. open to everything and when you was um, when you was traveling around, was you seeing people in their own sort of residential gyms or in their houses, or you have your own kit at home? What's going on there? 
So I used to take stuff with me and go to their home. Some yeah. of them obviously live in live in buildings with gyms. Some of them I take my equipment into their home. Some of them have gyms in their home. I mean, there's so many different different kinds of like residences with gyms yeah. and without gyms. I also did freelance in Train SF, so I had a few clients in there because they do the freelancing, which was great. And I could train myself there. It's an amazing place to train. I've heard so. Um, yeah, I've not been. I've not checked it out myself yet, but I will do. You need to. It's incredible. Okay, I will go and check it out. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> so you've got all. And I mean, what are you focusing on for people that are locked down at the moment? Obviously, our sort of non-exercise activity plummets. Well, mine has anyway. Um, so anything that I would usually be doing, like. Like, for example, I set up three classes a day, which involves me carrying kettlebells around, carrying dumbbells around, setting up uh, pieces of equipment in a uh, in a school gym, which is a bunch mm. of activity. And I reckon if I if I set up two or three classes a day, I reckon that burns about 300 calories for for me. And that's not my exercise. Um, that's not counted towards my exercise. No. at all. Um, that's setting up alone. Thing. Yeah, that's the kind of thing that's been taken away from me from a sort of calorie burn perspective. And I've never spent so much time horizontal in all my life because I'm in a one-bedroom apartment, a one-bedroom apartment. And I mean, I feel like, I mean, I have got a chair, but what psychopath is going to sit on a chair when there's a sofa with a footstool or a bed to lie on? I don't think anybody would do that. So... Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much lay down on my laptop, lay down on my phone, or lay down watching yeah. TV, and that's how I, yeah. I, I get. It. That's my day. Um, I've been getting. <laughs> yeah. I got a walk in yesterday and stuff. But have you been encouraging people to uh, generally move more at all, or have you just been giving them a workout a day? Um, uh, you know, what, oh what's no, your... like I guess as a coach, you would know that you've got to do your own kind of training so that people see what you're doing and it motivates them alone. So I've been obviously going out, just started going out walking every morning um, with my daughter or without. So, um, which is pretty nice 30 minute walk every day, get the steps in. Um, Obviously I train quite a few clients. So we train two to three times a week. So on that front, everything's good. They're motivated I do try and reach out for to obviously everybody and in Ramadan I always do a promo. So right. um I got my promo going on right now and it's all about Instagram, just posting, letting them see you train, seeing yeah. what they can do at home, seeing what they can use, you know, you don't you don't need equipment necessarily. You can use yeah. anything you have in your apartment. Um and this is and this is how it's got to be because obviously they depend on you as a coach. They don't expect you not to do anything. They, they want you to do something. They want to see you doing something and it just might click in their head that they want yeah. to join in, you know? Yeah. So, um, I did, I did used to do lives, but then I'm, I wasn't, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't get the, the viewing that I wanted. So I didn't carry on. And now I'm just posting videos that can stay on my page that people That's can follow true. when they want to you know yeah because yeah. it will only be on it for 24 hours so exactly yeah and if um if someone does train with you one-on-one if uh someone is to say all right i'm gonna do three sessions a week with with yourself what yeah. what did what are you um training with them online in front of them are you dem- demonstrating exercises and then critiquing their um their their form and stuff as you would do in a gym how are you how are you yeah, going about so... the actual sessions 
So I have two methods. Um, so the first one is over Zoom. So Zoom training so that I can see them, they can see me. I'm lucky I have a good connection, strong connection here. So, um, and it is exactly like if I was there, I would tell them and I would show them what to do. Right. Of course, you can't be hands-on. It's a bit impossible, but, you know, at least they can see what you're doing properly and the, the everything's clear, which is great. Um, yeah. So I have a handful of, cli- of clients doing that. And then the other handful we do through WhatsApp. So this involves me recording myself each set that I, I give them. That could be three or four sets and then sending it to them one set at a time. And then they send me videos back so I can check their form, correct their form. Yeah, and so exactly, on. exactly. So that's, I mean, that's um, that's remote training as though we'd have. Was you doing any remote training before being forced to do remote training through being locked down, or was you? No, all, I had uh, some. No, I had. No, no, I had some clients online in England, um, yeah. obviously back home, um, but it's a lot. It wasn't like it is now. It was like they were not. I guess I didn't think about outside the box about how to do it. Like now you're being forced to you, you're being forced to think differently, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, as before, I'm more of hands-on person, need to be there, need to see how you're doing it, need to see how you're moving. I mean, I loved being busy. I was always either in my car or with a client or, you know, with my daughter. So it was one or the other. Yeah, so, but it was impossible quite... to find me because <laughs> I would always be somewhere. Yeah, it's quite interesting. I've found what people because ninety nine point nine percent of my work life has been in person. Like, I yeah. I I've learned that I buzz off of getting people together. I don't know if you know what my style of training is, but basically, I run, for lack of a better term, and I mean that, I run a boot camp. But it is oh, cool. not. But it is not um, crawling around on a on a beach or crawling around in a field doing abs, jumping into burpees and sprinting all over the place. I've basically got no. a, I've got a makeshift gym set up that I use That's... every day. So um, we've got air bikes and, you know, people might even relate it to them. They're Metcons basically. They're, they're not, it's not CrossFit, but it's a Metcon style class. Yeah. Um, That's pretty with, cool. Between sort of, anywhere between 10 and 10 and 20 people in a class. Um, and I, that's been my sort of style of training now for, well, eight, eight years really. And, and not, and not really putting effort into finding one-on-one clients, although I have had some and I've realized yeah. that it's become uh, it's become a bit of a forte of mine. And I've also realized that I love it. That's what I really get off on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for being forced to train people, one-on-one and even these same clients that obviously are bought into me because of this uh, group style of physical training and being together in a in a group when they come to me online they now want me they kind of want me to train with them in front of them which I don't do in in live sessions at the where at the at the boot camp for example I don't train at all I walk around and critique form it's basically a big group personal training session and that's yeah. where I get that's what I'd say I get complimented on the most is how much attention yeah. every client gets which I've found yeah, it hard to go hard to go to one or uh, sorry zoom sessions because of not being able to walk around a client not being able to see them and you know say I'll oh, bring your well, you don't have up. to sit down you can stand up and just you know watch walk around a bit you know maybe train with them 
so that they can see you and it's a bit more motivating that way yeah I, see you I, I, with exactly them. exactly that's what i've ended up having to do which is um i've uh I've explained to them I don't like it, <laughs> but, but um, yeah. if, it help, if, if it helps them to, for them to see me um, sweating along with them to some degree, then I will do it. But I, 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 I realized it was, um, has to be a completely different style of me taking the class. Um, but whatever I can do for the time being, it is a means to an end to some degree. So if any of my clients are listening, just know that you're not getting away with it um, that easily. I'm going to be be back on you as soon as we're allowed back into uh, our gym or back outside into our park then. um... I think you've got to see the benefit of this whole situation is putting us all out of our comfort zones, making us think outside the box. So there's going to be a lot more niche for us in the end. We're really finding out what we're really good at and finding out more about ourselves as coaches than, you know, just doing what we find easy. Yeah, I love that. And, um, I love that. Yeah, it's that's very true. Actually, it's uh, it has helped us find out a bit about co- as as and you're totally right there. Like I said, I found out that I actually um, I, I joked with a uh, a mentor of mine a couple of days ago. I said, Paul, like um, I said, if you if you'd have asked me like three months ago what my dream was, it'd be to be an online trainer in Bali on a beach somewhere with just myself and an yeah. internet connection. And and the and the truth is, I've kind of been forced to do that. And I've learned yeah. that, and I've actually learned that that is not me at all. I like being with people in a gym, not on a laptop in, you know, on yeah. and, and sort of typing people, texting people what to do. Although that is now yeah. becoming something I'm getting better at. It's not what I'd want to make up the majority of my business. No, no, all. it's ex- exactly the same. Like, obviously, there's a lot of people who are anxious, wait, anxious to get back into the gym for this stuff to end so that you can feel back to normal. But I mean, um, we've all, even so, when it does end, we've got to take precautions. And this could actually be another door for us to take, to keep yeah. on with our yeah. online sessions. You know, some people might prefer doing it this way than they did the other way, you know? Yeah. Because, yeah. um, I don't charge the same as I did when I was going there personally, you know, because I don't think that's obviously fair. So I, I'm I totally obviously agree. You know, charging a bit less, you know, it's more convenient for them. It's more affordable for them, you know, so you've got to kind of think for every of every person that you have their situation and to yes. keep them going, then you need to understand what situation they're in because everyone's different, you know? Exactly, exactly. And I can't imagine um, that it would, I've always said this about online training is I don't ever think it'd fully take away from um, that uh, sort of, that, that, you know, that real, real sort of virile feeling of being in a, of being in a gym, because I just don't think, I just don't think it would ever provide that same feeling of really no. being connect, connected with people i think exactly. human conne- human connections not going anywhere fast just because we've invented these tablets and phones that i seem to be no. at constantly at the minute but um it is a nice another like you say another niche for us to have a think about um yeah yeah you know no um, i mean I'm, I'm i'm definitely an interacting person like i i need to see people i need to have a conversation with people like being on my own is not helping but I have a very open mind and I'm very adaptable, adaptable to the situation, especially when it comes to health, because obviously we are part of that, that sector in life 
of health yeah. and fitness and safety and etc. So we have to abide by what's going on because yeah, it's exactly. the same for us, you know. So yeah. we don't want to get sick. We try and prevent people from getting sick. So this is the, the you know, the measures that we have to take and we have to follow it because yeah, exactly. if we get sick, then we're not really being good role models for our, you know, for the people that are watching us. Because yes. you don't know who's watching you. You really don't know who's who's watching you. So no, exactly. Yeah, you, you, you're right in that. Like you say, um, constantly, uh, I show myself pretty openly on social media. Now, I'm not. Um, I'm not a, a, a rich thrown in. <laughs> you know, I'm not a. Uh, I, I constantly walk a line between showing my clients how I'm normal. And I yeah. like, a pe- like a pizza and a beer, and yeah. also, and I also love to like. For example, my first week of lockdown, I climbed my stairs um, until I got to the summit of Mount Everest, which was the toughest thing I've done in a long while. Actually, it was a bit pretty much two and a half hours of stair climbing every day, which yeah. shows me to, shows me to be a bit of a fitness freak. But yeah, f- most but no matter how sorry no matter how like horizontal you are you still have that get up and go and do something because that's who you this is this is your calling in life you know I do it's taken a bit of a hit during lockdown if I'm honest from a um from a mental health standpoint I think uh as much as possible you know as I think it has that's the way it's hit me the hardest is from a uh from a a mental health point of view like my my motivation has been on its arse a couple of times yeah, no, I understand completely. Like, do you know how easy it is to just put on Netflix and grab yes, some exactly. food? <laughs> you so, know, but try not to do that. We've got to try and stay productive for it's for us and for our clients and everyone who's watching us and who looks up to us and so on. You know. Yeah. Have you got any? So, I, one thing I've been telling myself constantly since this whole thing started, and I've, and I tell myself constantly all the time whenever. Uh, I tell my clients whenever, if if ever I'm saying something repeatedly to them, if they think they hear it a lot from me, they should um, they should try being me and how often I tell myself that same thing. So during exactly. lockdown, I've been, I've been telling myself um, I've been telling myself a lot that action comes before motivation. So yeah, are you are you yeah. all right there? I've just got a bit of interference. I think. Hold on, sorry, one sec. It's uh, mummy ju- duties. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, Just giving my daughter a, some juice. We might have a chat about that in a second. <laughs> no, I was just giving my daughter some juice, that's all. Oh, that's more important. Okay. Than this. <laughs> <laughs> well, absolutely, she's my daughter. <laughs> well, exactly, 100%. Right. Um, yeah, so Action Comes right, Before Mac. Motivation has been my, uh, has been my go-to... Uh, quote for the for for the last while and I when I say I've told it myself every day I mean it's probably closer to a thousand times a day because I've not wanted to get up and climb those stairs I've not wanted to uh, I've just started a a, 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 a 10,000 kettlebell swing challenge which again is going to be tough but wow that sounds interesting yeah it's a Dan John program I'll uh I'll send you the details and I might be talking about it on this podcast in the coming weeks so uh look out for it but um, I will do. Have, you, have you got any um, sort of quotes kettlebells. like that? that oh, quotes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two kettlebells. Quote, quote, <laughs> quotes like that that 
I think are often like misused and I, I, I get pissed off with seeing them online all the time. But at the minute, that action comes before motivation quote has really been um, keeping me going. Have you got anything? I know I've sprung this on you, by the way. <laughs> um, have you got any, anything like that that you'd go to? It doesn't have to be a snappy little quote, but have you got um... anything that, to, that sort of keeps you going? Obviously, you've got a daughter there. I mean, that's a, that's a reason to get up every morning, if nothing else. I think my motivation is not really a quote. It's more of like, you know, I am the role model. I am. I have people looking at me. So I need to see from their point of view, what, what if someone's watching me and I'm not doing anything? If I don't post right. or if I'm not training myself, how am I supposed to be the trainer I am if I'm not training myself? Okay, that's, a great, that's a great way of looking at it from a coach's perspective. As this is titled now, uh, coffee with coaches that's a good thing for us to think about of um yeah we are role models and i um i think if i think m- myself if i was to look at myself now from four or five years ago i would look at this coach that's that i am now and be like yeah. um i was actually i'm much more honest now as a coach um, yeah in that I portray, I portray who I am and what I yeah. do much more honestly than I was doing four or five years ago. I actually am far, far from perfect, but I think I attract the kind of clients now that want that, that want to see somebody who is in good shape, is healthy, yeah. is fit, and swings much further towards fit and healthy than... Um, than not, but does also have a good time and eats and um, does all the other maybe slightly overindulgent stuff that Joe, that our, our average client does. Yeah, like yeah. So it's about balance as well. You've got to teach them it's about balance. Um, I mean, I get a lot of people saying, "I want to lose weight like within a month. Um, I want a strict diet." But I think that's just setting yourself up for failure because then you go into yo-yoing. So I always tell them, look, you need to just start balanced, start healthy, start comfortable, and then we could start making it more intense, you know. And this is what I'm trying to stop is the yo-yo effect. And um, they're like, really? Okay. Very true. You know, so when they they hear it, they're like, okay, this makes sense, you know, because then you're not killing yourself in the first month. Exactly. And it's, um, it's, it's, it's very true. Like pre- preventing that yo-yoing thing is um, is a big thing as a coach. I mean, I slightly yo-yo, but if you was to pull, if you was to use a, a pendulum as a measure of how much I yo-yo compared to how much I used to yo-yo, it is yeah. um, it is completely different. I now I used to pull the pendulum all the way to the right and then watch it swing in- yeah. inevitably all the way back to the left, and and now yeah. and and last year was a great example actually. I I had a very good summer after, um, um, well, how to put it? Well, basically, I, I felt I deserved a, a, a summer of partying and going and traveling and eating and drinking and seeing, all, yeah. and seeing all my best friends from all over the world. So I did that, and I really let fitness go for, um, for, the, for two months or so, you know. But yeah. I didn't. But when I came back, but I was still active, and I was still, I wasn't, I was, I'd say, you know, three out of five meals were healthy and that's that's me being very lax 
when I came yeah. when I came back, I um, and this is actually a little bit of a story, but I'll go into it quickly. Um, I ended up really falling out of love with the gym. I was in the gym clock watching for the first time I ever remember clock watching in the gym. You know, I was like looking for when have I done forty five? Wow. When have I done forty five minutes? I want to go. So I thought, what shall I do about this? And I actually ended up going to yoga and going to yoga. Uh, five or six times a week until lockdown just now, just recently. So um, I found a different outlet for my physical activity. And I was basically, um, if if it had been left to me to just use the gym and good old weight training as my my go-to way of staying in shape, I would have not, I would have basically the pendulum wouldn't have swung back the other way. But yoga helped me do that, you know. So yeah, I think we got to go through these things as well. Like it's the path we're on. We need to go through these things to figure out what works for us, what doesn't work for us. Is it something we want to carry on for the rest of our lives, or do we want to change? Or you know, because we do have a choice, and that's the thing: we have a choice to either you know stay where we are. And you would realize it like if I don't train for a week, I'm like, okay, you know what? I need to train. I feel I feel like I need to train right now. Exactly. You know, because I'm, I'm some, there's something missing. There's something missing. It's like following a 21 days plan, you know, to get it into, you know, when, when you adapt to something, they say do it for 21 days and then it will come natural to you. That's true. It yeah. will feel weird when you yeah. don't do it, you know. So yeah. now for me, I've been doing it for so long, almost 10 years, that it's... Yes, cool. So, yeah, I totally agree with the point on balance and that's a good way of putting it is preventing that yo-yoing and stopping people from thinking that you know a diet is a phase of time where you do it and then don't you know like I said there with my little bit of a little bit of a yoga journey um, or journey into yoga I think is a better way of putting it because I'm far from a yogi if I hadn't have found that I had to I so, in fact, what do you what do you think about this as a coach? If um, if a client was coming to you and said they they was loving the gym and they had been for fifteen years, like I like I said I was, and then all of a sudden, after two months worth of sort of letting it go and partying for a couple of months, um, mm-hmm. they just couldn't find any motivation, any love for the gym. I know what I'd say to this client, but um, I'm used to my five day split. Uh, back and biceps, chest and triceps, legs, shoulders. Yeah. I can't find any love with it any uh, anymore, Jade. I'm just it's not happening. I'm not getting in there. What what do I do? I would say then try something different in like maybe CrossFit, maybe a different field of training instead of stopping completely. Exactly. Or take a week off, take a little break, see how you feel. I mean everybody's different, so it depends on that person. It's not something it's not the end of the world. They can always come back to it when they need to. Um, Sometimes they just need the space to figure out what they want, but I would have done what you would have done and tried a different aspect of training, whether it be like, I've always wanted to try CrossFit, but obviously can't right now, but (laughs) you know, so it would definitely be something would say, try a different field. Yeah, it was, it was exactly what I, I, I had to do, but I tell you, I should have probably done it about two years before that, if I'm honest. Um, I was um, I was slugging I was slugging away training, and like I said, not clock watching for two years, but I was definitely not enjoying it as I was. And mm. but I'd become so dogmatic in my approach to my own training, not not my clients, but my own. I'd become very yeah. 
I want to stay lean. The only way to do it is lifting weights. I want to, um, I want to uh, look good in the mirror. The only way to do it is lifting weights. And, and in actual fact, um, it couldn't have been further from the truth. And it's better to go to do something you love five times a week than to go and do, you know, and do it properly. Then go and do something yeah. you're not then you're not so in love with, and do it half-heartedly, three or four times exactly. a week. You know, it's. Um, I but then there's was... there's a reason why you found out now, and this is why you're doing yoga now. Does exactly. That make sense? Yeah, for the time being. Because it look is where yoga. we yeah. Yeah. look where we are. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like look at the situation. So it, yeah, it's it was, uh... everything's in divine timing. Is a strong belief I have. Everything happens in divine timing. So everything that's going on now is just literally for our own benefit, for the whole human race's benefit, you know? I like that. I like that. This is, I'm, I'm not paying you, you know? This isn't a coaching session that, you're, that I'm going to end up paying you for, right? You're not going to send me an invoice. No, that's right? fine. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no. I think I've just become very wise to the situation and the years and we're being forced to do stuff. So we do things that we don't normally have time for, like reading or learning about ourselves. I mean, not everyone, but I think it depends on the person. Of course, you've got to have the motivation to, like, I could never sit down and read because my mind was always busy. But now I can happily sit for 30 to an, minutes to an hour and read, you know? So it's, to me, I need to be productive. If I'm not, I'm, I don't feel like I've done, I've, I've done anything for myself or my development. So yeah, either way, true. if it's learning something online or if, or it's reading or it's learning, spending time with my daughter because she teaches me things every day, you know, so it's, and my clients, they teach me things every day. So, and being in Ramadan, you've got to understand the effects it's having on their fitness level. So yeah. you've got to, things got to change, you know, you've got to be careful with what you're training them, how you're training them, giving them the rest they need especially if they train before iftar and so on. So, and it takes time to learn all this. Like no one will ever be the best coach in the world because even they would have to learn things. True. Do you, uh, you know? do you train on that note just to maybe sort of sidestep slightly? Are you training many people that are fasting? Cause that'll be interesting to people uh, listening. Well, from here or from back yes. home. Yeah. So yesterday was my first um, client or who I trained at 5.30 so um, I've trained her before I understand like how Ramadan works I understand how the body is because when I was here my first year I did it myself because I needed to understand how they felt um, so you've got to put yourself in their shoes literally to understand you, you, how you, the body the what the body of, goes through you did the whole month of Ramadan no no <laughs> no I had I did like three days and then I came across a health issue <laughs> so I couldn't carry on the food wise yes but i bit the hydration now i need the okay, hydration i could um, and it's always it's a health benefit for me yeah um, i could uh I, yeah i i i totally agree that that been trying to understand your clients and learning from your clients is a big thing i think uh, you're right in that you do you know we do learn from clients every day and learn better ways of of coaching uh learn better ways to coach people and that's impressive you know exactly. i've been thinking about uh, if there's no real excuses for me to not try i've been in the desert 10 years you know there's no excuses yeah. at the moment for me to not try a couple of days of fasting i might do it later this week actually it's um it's always interested me and you know i think there are some benefits to from uh, giving the gut a break and stuff like that giving the giving the digestive exactly. system a bit of a, a rest and i actually know some like detoxing 
Yeah, like exactly like detoxing. And I know some clients that are, um, shall we say, less strict Muslims that are that choose to hydrate uh, within reason throughout, yeah. throughout the day just because they see it as a, uh, you know, I think they approach it with um, just a, maybe a slightly more balanced mindset. I don't want to get into religion and stuff, but the um, yeah. that, that way of doing things is not bad at all. Um, and, you know, it's still a very tough thing to do, you know, to, to, to not consume anything between sunlight hours is is crazy so you're training that client just before iftar is that 5 30 yes yeah 5 30 is before iftar iftar right now is about 6 49 6 50 p.m so okay, we'll so train and then she will get ready fast. to yeah yeah cool. so um and she did we did her first session yesterday which was legs as well so it's intense already yeah um but she did well we had enough rest period in between each set so that she could kind of just breathe and you know get ready for the next one um and then we move on to the you know move on to the next exercise so she did really well she did really well so it works for some people and then it doesn't work for others you know so um i think when it comes to us coaching and this holy month we have to be prepared to work late and we have to give everything to our clients because they need us and if they're staying with us and training with us then we there's the least we can do is give them our time for that month yeah for right sure. now exactly. You know? exactly it's um so yeah I, I yeah totally agree it's it's usually for me i don't train many people that would be fasting but um ramadan usually for for my program is a very busy month and uh <laughs> it's actually yeah. it's be, it's quite a hit for me um not having it not and my, any clients listening to me at the minute are thinking financial fi- financially they, they, yeah. they, they know that it's a very good month for me but that's not what I'm getting at guys what I'm actually missing is that month is such a buzz for me usually uh, last last year for example Jade um mm. I took um I think we took five or six sessions a day and every session was wow. Um, every session was capped out with 20 people in. So it was just such a good atmosphere and everyone works towards, um, Eid where we, where if you, if you, if you're not familiar, Eid is basically the end of Ramadan, which is a really festive period I find. And and for me, it's been for the last five years, it's been a great month for me and I'm, and I'm really missing it. I'm hoping I can sort of, uh, replicate not ramadan obviously but i hope i can replicate a big month of um of fitness as soon as this lockdown is over because uh yeah because it'd be brilliant to have a bit of a fitness party get everyone in back to back to moving a lot more than what we have been doing exactly exactly um i mean it's the same ramadan a lot of people want to train in ramadan because they know they're gonna their body will change because they're fasting. They're, they're bound to lose weight. It just depends on how they eat during iftar and um, when they, the last meal they have. Yeah. Um, so I, I made a, I made a Ramadan diet for anyone who wants to, you know, eat healthy during them hours. And um, it's something that anyone can follow is five meals obviously three meals two snacks you know so it's just it's for anyone who wants to kind of be on track and keep their food balanced instead of obviously you know binging yeah which would be um well i mean i've never fasted for ramadan hours before but i have fasted um you know the sort of 16 8 protocol and stuff like that and 
it, it, yeah. personally yeah. with um with my appetite and my ability to eat huge amounts of food in one go <laughs> um it's not my favored way of of uh, creating no. a, it's not my favored way of creating a calorie deficit because i find that um i overeat in the in the two or three meals that i allow myself so it doesn't yeah. quite quite have the desired Works effect yeah um we'll start to wrap things up in a minute but um on sort of a less maybe a little bit less serious note what's your uh what's going to be your go-to as soon as lockdown's over you uh um have you got any Abu Dhabi meals that you're missing any uh uh yeah definitely salt oh, <laughs> what salt the cafe salt yeah the burger the burger place the slider place it's oh, yeah, like that's... my favorite burger in the world and it's that's the one at Mushroof Park best. right is that Mushroof Park there's yes. One there, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. Um Al Emirati. Yeah. Um Al Emirati Park. That's it's right. amazing. That is my go-to. But you know, under control right now. Right now, I'm focusing on surviving rather than, you know, being strict with food right now. So. Yeah. Very true. Cool. So uh, there you have it, folks. If you're Abu Dhabi based or Dubai, I think there's salt up in Dubai as well, right? Sorry. There's there's salt is up in Dubai. I think they have got a couple up there as well. Yeah, there is on um, in uh, Marina Walk. There's one. Okay, cool. Yeah, so if you are if you are in the UAE, there's a, there's a, there's a recommendation for a decent burger for you. And mine, as yeah. all, <laughs> mine as all my clients know is um, uh, the Bentley's burger. The Bentley burger at Bentley's. Um, oh, I'll have to try that. Yeah, my clients <laughs> my clients know that I'm always there on a on a Saturday evening with a beer and a burger just to finish my weekend off. <laughs> so uh, that won't come nice. as a surprise to them. Nice. Um, is there anything you want to plug? You've mentioned that diet. Where can people get hold of it? Um, where can people get you oh, okay. on social media and stuff like that? So on social media, I am pro Jade fit on Instagram. Um, so if they just follow me on there and they send me a DM, then I can speak to them about sending them the diet. Awesome. Um, so that'll be the easiest way. Just add me on Instagram, send me a message and we can chat more. If you will have any questions, I'll be happy to help and happy to answer anything you want to know. Cool. Absolutely. It's been great having you on Jade and um, hopefully some uh, people that listen to this have, well, first of all, taken stuff away from it and we'll uh, grab you on uh, social media. So I'll stay on the line just so you know, stay on the line, but we'll say goodbye yeah. from me now, guys. That's me, Tim College. This has been Coffee with coaches. I'm done and goodbye, Jade. Bye. <laughs>